Think about this. Once upon a time, society was led by the best and the brightest. We were informed. Now we're distracted. When there's something you should really think about, we'll point it out. So much material. So little bandwidth. Think about this. The Republicans have already begun staking out their battleground for the 2006 and 2008 elections. Their platform is that they are for a culture of life. This plan has been boldly embraced and espoused by the president who, by trumping up evidence to launch a war against Iraq, has succeeded in killing over 1,600 American soldiers and, at a conservative estimate, 10 times that number of Iraqi citizens and non-combatants. When asked at a recent press conference what legislative initiatives he would offer that would move us toward this culture of life, the president said he wanted to make us aware of, quote, the least of us, end quote, he would strengthen faith-based initiatives to deal with that. He would also increase our awareness of AIDS in Africa and starvation in Sub-Saharan Africa. His budget, as proposed, funds none of this. Even more surprising, he offered that answer in the same week he threatened to veto the stem cell research bill. This will effectively kill research into a branch of science that could save his political allies, Arlen Specter and Chief Justice William Rehnquist and is quite likely the single branch of science that could have cured Ronald Reagan. It's the best hope for children suffering from cystic fibrosis, juvenile diabetes, and a host of other inherited genetic diseases, as well as a solution to the shortage of organs for transplant and the problem of spinal cord injuries. The president and his allies, while quick to pass emergency legislation to keep Terry Schiavo alive, turn around and deny funding and permission to experiment to the branch of medicine that might have been able to cure her. The irony is palpable. Yet in the black and white world of good versus evil, where the neocons dwell, things are clear. Life is good, unless you're a criminal on death row, or collateral damage in a war zone. Death is something liberals love, just like terrorists. And it's obvious to them that Osama bin Laden was ready to cast a vote for John Kerry, and likely would have. But since he's hiding in Ohio, he found the lines too long in his precinct. Last year, Laura Bush went out on the campaign trail and excoriated the proponents of stem cell research. She said they were cruel, holding out false hope for people suffering from diseases because there was no way the research could pay off quickly enough to help them. If we applied that logic to all other research, we'd quickly be back hunting and gathering. In the days when people began the domestication of wheat, Laura Bush would have suggested that the holdout hope of bountiful crops was cruel, since it would take centuries to get these wild plants under control. Even the most ardent Luddite can see the blatant stupidity of her remarks, and their shallowness just points out that in her, the president may indeed have found the perfect mate. The crux of the issue is simple. The president and his allies have unilaterally declared that life begins at conception. They believe that if they say it loudly and often, this will be taken to be the truth. They know it isn't, however, since the only government agency to deal with the start of life has come down firmly on birth being that point and all the case law backs them up. According to the IRS, if you want the deduction for a child, the child must be born alive. This might seem to be a minor point, but it's an important one. No challenge to the IRS ruling has ever succeeded in shifting the moment of life to the rhetorical one espoused by the reactionary right. President Bush, Tom DeLay, and Bill Frist may piously mouth whatever they wish, but that does not make it come true. Their piety and posturing overshadows something more important their political cowardice. If they were serious about fertilized eggs in the deep freeze being alive, they would propose and pass a law making the destruction of same illegal. 
those eggs, when not passed on by the parents to allow others to have a child, are incinerated as medical waste. Somehow that death is less important than their being used to enable others to live longer and better. And why won't these men of principle pass that law? They don't fear it's being challenged in court and ruled unconstitutional. They fear not having it as a campaign issue with which to beat their opponents bloody. You see, saving eggs but allowing people to die of debilitating disease, allowing them to sink into dementia, burdening families with the chronically ill, and overtaxing the Medicare system, this defines their culture of life. But that's okay, because that's the life lived by President Bush's least of us. It's something to think about.